Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast. So forget about looking for a group, we're looking for love. Join Thane, Hephaestus, Fia and Nate as they put their hearts on the line in a quest to find their special someone in a world full of peril, monsters and heartbreakers. Last time in Romancing the Dungeon. So uh, basically I was carrying this greasy old peanut into the forest and uh, we beat up a pig and uh, this guy that was with me set it on fire for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and then we found this old cave and there was a bunch of dudes in robes and stuff and they were kind of weird, but I, I then I, I just pretended that their hot mom was there. Um, they kind of, they were cool with that and then we beat those guys up. And then their hot mom showed up, and then I did what any man would do and use his masculine charms to seduce her and her little peanut. And, yeah, and then we kind of dealt with that, and then I woke up and I had a tramp stamp, so your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. That, 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 that <laughs> I don't know why I was American. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Only miserable, horny, well, you've taken the first step to solving your problems. At least your daily ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, and love wizard, and slimmer of the week. To get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question 3. What is your idea of a perfect first date? Hi everyone, welcome back to another installment of uh, Thane's Tidbits, where I, Thane, will tell you uh, what my ideal first date is. Now, I haven't had a lot of uh, first dates. I think I had two. Uh, One of them I got stabbed about ten minutes in, and I didn't even get my coffee. So ideally, uh, a nice coffee evening where I don't get stabbed or get blood on my coffee. And after that, well, hopefully a second date. Uh For me, uh, a first date generally starts with a nice glass of Riaka, maybe a Malbec. Then I will prepare a three-course meal. Um, And then once I have made my way through the meal, I will generally prepare my body in various ways, uh, certain essential oils. Then I'll get dressed and I'll go and meet the girl. So uh, that's my perfect first date. I want to punch your character. Like, <laughs> I want to go hard. out with your character. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right, you go out with him and then I'll punch him. <laughs> I feel like I need a bath. <laughs> In essential oil. No. <laughs> no. I'm a simple girl. Uh, you know, just a nice, a nice dinner and then a walk into the woods where we create a large bonfire, strip naked and dance beneath the moonlight before resurrecting an old god or some other sort of just... Fun nonsense. My first date, obviously, first, he would tell me what kind of dress to wear for the night, which shows that he's put, obviously, thought into the date and the setting and everything like that. And then second, before he arrives in the evening to escort me there, he would have sent a flower ahead for my hair. Uh, He would also then arrive and lead me arm in arm to um, the horse and carriage that he has required for the evening. Elegant, but obviously not too garish either because you don't want to stand out like one of those odd little sore thumbs either in a way. He would open every door. He would let me walk in 
first. He would pull out my chair. Um, he'd escort me then to this lovely candle-laden table where there'd be a harpist playing in the corner, sweet melodic little tunes. Conversation then would just be flowing nonstop all evening between us. Um, you know, the staff get kind of annoyed with us, obviously, but we wouldn't care. And then he would see me home to my door and kiss me on the cheek goodnight. And that would be it. That would be my ideal first date. And you're single. <laughs> um, does anyone else get like Glenn Close fatal attraction <laughs> I'm not even talking fear I'm talking lovely <laughs> well it's not hard to see why all you people are single <laughs> real witty <laughs> shut up here <laughs> we are here at Episode three. Look at this. We actually we were able to avoid the D and D curse and get everybody back alive. We we left episode two with a bit of a well. There was you know there was uh, as Nathaniel put it, there was some tramp stamps, there was some murdering of you know actual people, and then there was some murdering of you know one of my characters. We begin with Thane, uh, who is standing over the corpses of Ella Restrain and Father Sops. Only one of which I have murdered. Yes, so but there are two bodies. I yes. didn't. I okay. Sorry, two corpses. One of which Thane mm-hmm. killed. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, and I I just leave them there where they lie, and I uh, walk to catch up with the group. I leave the spear there. Uh, As you head head out to, around the neck of the of this kind of passageway, uh, you just it's that sort of when you're walking in the dark and you feel like there are eyes on you even though you know there aren't because nobody else in the room or around you and you feel the caress of very cold long fingers just along the, the nape of your neck I already hate this Thane my love what do you want oh dearly detested it would seem another job well done yeah, well, I was gonna write to you. I would have preferred if we had kept this at a distance. But then there'd be no fun in it for me. Yeah, well, that was the idea. I do appreciate your letters, but something... Something caught my attention. There's something different about you, isn't there, Thane? Yeah, I got a haircut there two weeks ago. Do you like it? dashing, but I refer to the fact that I saw you, nay, felt you converting with a harlot. Well, converging is a weird way to put it. Didn't have a choice in the matter. Would have killed her if I could have. You will kill who I tell you to kill. Well, yeah, that's kind of the deal, isn't it? You bear the mark of Adana. Uh, I haven't had time to check, but sure, that's probably what that feeling was. You feel, again, it's that sort of... Her hands aren't wet, but there, there's a, the coldness to them kind of runs through you. And the mark burns. And as quickly as you felt her behind you, you just feel this presence in front of you. And there's just this outline of shadow and... It's just like kind of a shimmering of smoke, almost. It's like, it's like the the world around you is... It's, it's that sort of like, you know, that vapors from, you know, oil or petrol are kind of yeah. up, up in front of you. It, she's there, but she's not there. You're yeah. seeing through her. For the record, the rest of the group who've kind of started leaving the cave, 
you can hear kind of very muffled echoes of Thane speaking to himself and nothing else. While you bear her mark and you endure her curse, remember Thane, your heart belongs to me. Yeah, I know, I know. Anything else? I'll send word of your next target. Yeah, well, you know my P.O. box. And the shimmering uh, dissipates as like, even before you've had a chance to retort. It's, it's gone. Give me a wisdom saving throw. All right. You get a plus five for that. Uh, that's an 11. Plus five. Uh, oh, no, just oh, 11. Oh, okay, okie yeah, um, Straight up 11. Uh, roll a d4 as you feel the, the mark on your back burn and then... It almost feels like your your heart and your soul are being tormented. It's psychic damage. Uh, yeah, that's a one. Okay, you take one psychic damage from this overly described pain. Uh, <laughs> uh, it still hurts. I just kinda... It does hurt. It's just only one hurt. It's like a paper cut. Uh, paper yeah, cut in my soul. <laughs> yeah, I just I just kick the dirt wherever she uh, appeared and just walk out, hands in pockets, and meet up with the rest of them. As you kind of pass through where she was before she disappeared, again, you feel this cling to you. It's that sort of cobweb, like you walked into something. It's, it doesn't hurt, but it feels weird. It's like, get it off kind of a thing. Not get off, but get yeah. it off. <laughs> um, exact opposite. Exactly. Well, who knows? There are probably people out there. Let's not kink shame. No, not yet. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> the rest of you, again, I don't know... You've only heard kind of the muffled, like muffled echoes. You, you uh, give, give me a perception check if you wish. Okay. Let's see how well everyone perceives me. Twenty-one. Oh, of course, it's you. Twelve. Okay. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Twelve. Two. <laughs> two. My, <laughs> price check on two. <laughs> Not good. Um, no. So. Yeah, Fia, you you've you've made it out kind of perfectly. It's he's having a conversation with somebody. Uh, you don't hear any other voices. You heard exactly everything he said, kind of a slightly muffled, but you 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 make it out word for word. Um, but it it makes absolutely no sense. Okay. The three of you have now reached the mouth of the cave. Um, there is nobody around. You're, it's still uh, when you when you'd gone to the forest. It was quite late at night. Uh, it is still quite late. It's, it's still the same night that you went in at. Um, you don't. There's no sign of the sun rising or anything just yet. But there is not a soul around. Hey everyone. Okay. Uh, job done. Uh, Sop said that the money was back in the rectory. Uh, so I guess we should uh, go back and collect and uh, we'll be finished with this. Where is he? Uh, he's staying behind that woman. What was her name? The one who died that he kind of loved. Ella? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Ella. Uh, yeah, no, he wanted to tend to the body and give her, uh, you know, give her a proper send-off, which I didn't want to intrude on. Disgusting. I mean, look, those religious types, what can you do? I think it might be a good idea even getting the money as well, because we should have a look around his place while he's not there. Yeah, he seems. See if we have any idea about this. Whatever enchantment has been put on us. Ah, another enchantment. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Kill you in ten days. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather avoid that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Well, I guess. I I suppose first thing, go get our money, and then find someone who has a couple of books or a couple of uh, 
Well, if we're going to his place, he probably has some research on it, considering he was the one who resurrected her. Yeah, that's a good point. You begin to make your way back up the the incline uh, towards the forest. Somebody give me a, a survival check to see if you can figure your way out, because it's not like you had a map from herb to here. I mean, can I smell the boar still? Okay, the toasty boar. <laughs> you can see that the the the, the you know, well, it's smoldering. It's not it's not on fire anymore. I love how there's a burning boar as a, like a landmark. Yeah, um, you just took a right at the burning boar. Um, Use what you got. So fine, you you managed because the, the where you found the boar was in a kind of a clearing just before the mm. the edge of the woods. So yeah, you you and cross over the edge of the woods. You find the boar clearing. Survival check to see if you can track the rest of the way home without getting lost. All right, uh, I got fifteen. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Thank God someone pays attention. Yeah. <laughs> Fia has a mental, like one of those like photographic memories uh, <laughs> for really creepy details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's awful. Sops had kind of talked to you about it. Like, oh, you go, you're, it's a left here and then a right and then another right and then straight. And then you come across a big boulder and on all this malarkey. And weirdly enough, uh, Fia kind of recalls all that uh, in reverse. And yeah, it does. You, you, it, it takes you some time to kind of make your way out of uh, the, uh, the Montague Forest. But in the distance, uh, you can see the outer uh, buildings of Herb. On the horizon, you can start to see kind of an orange glow beginning to kind of to burn uh, as the sun begins to rise uh, on a new day. The... First thing you notice is that the well, the mountain of flesh that you left behind seems to have mostly dispersed. There's a few unconscious naked bodies lying, kind of scattered around the place. I was going to make a pun joke, but I'm not going to bother. What's the pun? Yeah, what's, what's the, the pun? pun? It's no more Mount Everbreast. <laughs> that's, that's not a pun. Nah, it's like a portmanteau. Yeah, that's. I tried. Yeah, I suppose you did. Yeah. And the important thing is you've learned to never try again. Not <laughs> <laughs> to trying ever get anyone. You, yeah, you, you make your way kind of back in, in into Herb. And yeah, what, what, are you, what are you guys up to? Like it's, as, as described each time, Herb is a very, very small little village. There's a small market square, which you guys have kind of walked into. It's where the, what's the nice way of saying orgy? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Just call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The that's orgy mountain was happening. Um, you, and again, that's where most of those kind of uh, naked, semi-naked bodies are. Uh, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, bottles of ale and uh, goblets over so the morning after a house party, basically. Where yeah, people are, like, basically, yeah. It's, it's like your average college house party morning after type nice. thing. <laughs> so you have the uh, Sops Parsonage or Rectory on your left and the, the Prancing Mule is on your right. All right, let's go find our money. Yeah, yes. straight for his place. Okay, you, you're you're gonna you're gonna head straight to Sops's place. Uh, Nathaniel, give me a perception check. That would be thirteen. Okay, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You notice nothing out of the ordinary. Life is great. Look at all these naked bodies. That's perfectly normal. Just a lot of wangs in the wind. <laughs> oh, Ew. Oh. <laughs> and you paint with all the wangs <laughs> of the wind. Or we're going to get sued by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you, the sun isn't the only thing that's rising this morning. Oh. 
Yes. <laughs> and Jeez. this has been Romancing the Dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> we got our we got our uh, required dick joke in. So we got several dick uh, jokes. We're not going to finish that. They just write themselves. You you head to Sops's uh, home, um, and yeah, the, you you left in a hurry. The place wasn't locked up or anything like that. Mm. And yeah, you 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 head straight in. What are you guys at? All right, so we want to find some kind of writings on whatever he did to summon this Hadana yeah, being. Yeah, so start searching. Uh, do we I want to s- find money. Yeah, do you want to split up? Uh, <laughs> Lesta and I, we can look for the money, and uh, Nathaniel, Fia, you can look for uh, books. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm down yeah. with that, yeah. Sounds good. Um, so the four of you are kind of gathered in that original foyer, which is just a kind of a, a long hallway, and you can see that there are several doors kind of off from it. So I'm assuming it's, uh, sorry, it's Fia and Nathaniel uh, on one side and Festa and Thane on the other. Give me a an investigation check uh, as a couple. So mm-hmm. we're going to assume you're, whoever wants to roll, whoever has the higher investigation, that's fine. Cool. And the other person can roll a d4 and add it to help with the investigation. Okay. That would be 12. Oh, and okay, fuck. I got d4. Seven. Damn it. <laughs> so I had three plus four. Yes. All so right. 15. 15. 11. Okay. Goody. Oh, I'm so glad I prepared this much. <laughs> you done failed. Uh, <laughs> again, you can decide amongst yourselves uh, who's who's doing what, but uh, roll one of each couple roll a d4. Three. Three. Okay. So we're just, because you rolled three first, we're going to go uh, higher or lower, Louise? Lower. Okay, so we're going to go to two. Okay. Thane and Tefesta, you have wandered into the kind of small front room in the parsonage. Okay, so it's just kind of a place where uh, if anyone was calling to meet with Father Sops to discuss, you know, ask something in confidence or seek advice or whatever like that, it's kind of, it's it's like a little, crappy little living room. Cozy okay? confessional there, area. Yeah, it's just, there's a few soft furnishings. There's the fireplace that hasn't been lit. You'll notice that one of the things that you do spot as you're kind of looking around is everything is quite dusty. The work that Ella would have been doing, obviously, once possessed, she stopped doing. The place, ha- is, it's its not filthy, but it's definitely, it needs some care. You kind of, yeah, you're you're looking around and it's, Hephaestus, you, you kind of, you approach a cabinet and you see that there's a, two small little um, doors on it and you, you pry it open. And there inside it, you see a sort of aged uh, little basket. Uh, there's quite a there's a kind of a thick layer of dust on it and when you pull the the kind of the cloth away you see that it is filled with essential oils rose petals and bath salts there's a gift tag on it that reads to ella with the greatest respect sops so what did you find i just hold it out oh that's... and then i i burn it in my hands okay it smells really nice yeah yeah. It, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, you see, it nope. has the potential to, but Sops is also quite cheap. Um, oh, so geez. it's like you went down to <clears throat> Schmiel's uh, and spent one whole one, you know, one gold and forty nine copper pieces on it. Uh, and yeah, he got one of those kind of novelty gift basket sets that you do from one of those random traveling merchants. Nice. So it has names like you know Egyptian rose and uh, Moonlight Sonata Bath and Things all that kind of stuff. Things that mean nothing at all. Yeah. They mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. But 
you know, once you, you know, light that candle or you kind of open up that bottle of oil, it, that, that smell kind of lingers. It's oh, that sort of like, oh, now they're all out yeah, there. It's like your nan going down and opening up a fresh bag of potpourri oh, uh, and it spills whoops. everywhere. Yeah. Like the so, cheap mineral oil. Regrets. Um, in fact, uh, Fia and Nathaniel, you, you catch the waft of this. Now it's mixed with heavy smoke as well. But yeah, it's kind of emanating throughout the house now. Everything has kind of got this sort of burnt rose oh that's actually a kind of a cool album title burnt rose um yeah don't take that nate <laughs> copyrighted um, care of the dm but yeah it it is sort of yeah it's it's wafting throughout the house oh okay so that's clearly not money Ugh, i'm just gonna keep rifling through I mean, stuff it's a sentimental gift it doesn't have to be about the price tag no I mean, this is about the price tag. this is 100 percent about the money okay we are- um, we, so, so shallow. We turn to Nathaniel and Fia. You guys have wandered into a very, very small bedroom. It's it's sparse in terms of what's there. There's a, a small double bed. There is a, uh, a chest of drawers with a water basin on it. While sort of rummaging through this, uh, Nathaniel, you find uh, kind of tucked into a little nightstand a crumpled, a crumpled uh, pamphlet. That reads, How to Seduce Your Alpha Wolf Howl. Yeah, I don't need that. Just oh, crumple it up and throw it behind me. Okay. Pretty um, much already an Alpha Wolf already. Yep. Okay. You, yeah, you've just, you, you toss it to one side. Ooh, what's that uh, wonderful smell wafting through the house? Do you, do you get that? A little bit. Hmm. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you, 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 you. You're kind of investigating the rest of the room, so you're both you're still in the front room, you're still in the bedroom, and you you're kind of you're looking around. You can give me flip it this time. So whoever rolled the last investigation, okay, you're you're not rolling instead. So and then the other person can add their D, their d four to it as a boost. Plus three. Uh, don't, eleven. Don't forget to add your investigation to it. Huh? Because that's just a flat. Yeah, age. no, my my investigation is flat zero. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Never mind. So how's that working out there? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's you're you're not really you're not finding anything at all because you're not you're, you're looking for a book and you're not mm. like, what? Well, there is a book stand in the room, but you're you're not really sure what it is. It's not like you're like oh, how to raise Hadana, uh, <laughs> a guide by Father Sops. Uh, oh, coincidentally, that is actually on one of the shelves. Uh, it's not. Uh, but, uh, you, yeah, you're not You're not really sure what you're looking for, but you're rum- still rummaging. Okay. Uh, Hephaesta and Thane, what are you guys up to? Just kind of, I think, uselessly searching through this small room for stuff. He's a slimy little thing. Are there, like, any paintings on the walls with, like, safes behind them or something sneaky? Like, is he sneaking away money from the Okay, the I'll, let you, I'll let you roll an, um, an investigation check with advantage this time, just because your, kind of your inner sleuth is kind of appearing. 13. Okay. Uh, and have you added, because you're, oh. you're, you're giving your hand kind of... Oh. Uh, 14. <laughs> there okay. you go. Okay. The, this time around, you... It's... It's it's actually embarrassing what you find, and they're well hidden. Over the fireplace, there is a really kind of like bargain basement painting of herb or what or, or of a village that is nondescript. It's like there's what what looks like a farmer, you know, with a a scythe or a spade or a pitchfork, and there's possibly some cows or horses or farm animal nondescript again. And as you kind of pull the frame away from the wall, immediately slips of paper just fall straight down uh, in front of you. Oh, hello. 
you have found a stash of badly written love poems oh, all no. dedicated to Ella. Oh, man. Can we have an excerpt? You can. Good thing I wrote one because this is something you would have asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say just crumble them up and throw them behind you again. Like, <laughs> like that thing that I did prepare. <laughs> no, no, see, no, I want to step into the hall reading this loudly for the whole. <laughs> okay, so away you go. You begin. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Take us away. Uh, <laughs> roses are red, violets are blue. Ella, please, please love me because I love you. <laughs> That's very sad. It's very, it's very sad. Yeah. Uh, it's that poor old man. <laughs> I hope he's okay. You have found nothing else in the in the front room. Um, I mean, we should keep those. For what? I don't know, but I think it's funny. I mean, you, could... you can do what you want with them. Okay. I just want the money. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep those for me. And... <laughs> okay. Uh, just read them at night. Yeah. You can as cry you, to as, yourself. As, as, laugh. Um, <laughs> as, as you step out into the, the hall, you can see the other door is wide open in front of you and you see Fia and Nathaniel kind of rummaging through this bedroom. There are two more doors at the end of this hallway. There is one uh, that's already open. That's kind of where Sops had pulled you in and it was a makeshift, well, not a make, it was the kitchen slash dining room area. Mm. And then there is a, another door closed uh, up on the left-hand side. Well, two doors, two of us. Which one do you want? I'll take the closed door. All right, and I'll go into the opened one. Okay. Um, you head into the kitchen and you start rummaging around and you open the door and you find yourself standing in a bathroom. There's a wooden bathtub, a rather large bucket and a wash basin standing on a, again, a narrow kind of chest of drawers. With you a hit the jackpot. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me investigation again and again uh, Nathaniel and Fia you can give me investigation checks for your spaces as well just on your see. turn but in, because you've split up you're not adding your bonuses to this uh, yeah, yeah. natural 20 oh goody what do I find in the kitchen beside a lot of bread <laughs> actually he's done no grocery shopping because he doesn't know how to oh <laughs> 17 okay you you start kind of coming through the bookcase and yeah there's clearly one missing mm. and what catches your attention Instead of the, just not just the mixing book, because there's nothing, there's no book in the room that would fit that space. Mm-hmm. You do notice, though, that there are water stains on the wood flooring. So it's like, obviously, someone has been traipsing back and forth here with wet feet to the book stand and out of the room. Where might a man get wet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much money you got? <laughs> I can oh, dance for your Wait, good. wait, wait. I have an idea. I start taking my clothes off. Oh, Jesus. I turn around. <laughs> I start looking this. at him. <laughs> I start taking my clothes off. Okay. And I take a blanket from the bed. And I wrap it around me. And I start following the the, the steps. And I go, I'm a greasy little peanut. <laughs> I'm a greasy little peanut. I'm a greasy little peanut. And I follow the steps. They lead out into the hall. Um, it's somehow working. Um <laughs> I'm You're feeling little... somewhat traumatized, Fia, by this. Uh, I'm quite traumatized by this, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you head, you can see, well, from what you can make out, that the, the footsteps are leading you up to the, the left-hand furthest door towards the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, as you approach, uh, <laughs> you hear coming down the hall, I'm a crazy little peanut. 
um, a greasy little thing uh, heading towards the bathroom. Uh, you also, and the rest of you can hear this, you can hear Thing rummaging quite loudly uh, through the, uh, the kitchen. And you're in luck because you have found in your search yep. uh, a couple of different things, all stashed in like random little places. The kind of places that a housekeeper would think, okay? So behind loads of jarred, uh, preserved fruit uh, and vegetables, uh-huh. uh, you come across a kind of thick ceramic jug that, when you lift it, is quite heavy, but it doesn't make us. There's no sloshing. There's no rattling inside it at all. And when you lift the lid, you you find that there is actually money that's actually got almost been wrapped very very tightly so that it wouldn't make that noise oh very uh, good and you have come across 75 gold pieces Ooh. okay very nice as you continue your search throughout the kitchen uh, you also find nestled in one of the drawers in the kind of the kind of the back storeroom a herbalism kit oh very nice and you perhaps have- an herbalism kit no, it comes from Tesseract. Oh, oh, it literally yeah. says from oh, the Tesseract oh, marketplace. Yeah, yeah. So, no. copyright. Um, <laughs> and Jeez, you have also come across <laughs> no. a hastily written. Uh, it looks like, and again, you, ha- having received his letter, you, you, you spot it right away. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Sops has prepared a healing word scroll. He obviously didn't get to use it, or it didn't work because when you pick it up, you feel that the enchantment is still there. Okay. So, yeah. A scroll of healing word very nice okay but you are this is as you're rummaging meanwhile over in the bathroom uh, in walks nathaniel uh you are naked except for the towel over your head yeah blanket from the bed so i'm just sort of pretending i'm sort of wearing it like he would be wearing his robe sort of like sort of like you know when you pretend to be like mother Teresa or the virgin mary or you know when you, you, know when you yeah. do that thing you know you know when that we all do that thing yeah, of people course, do yeah, yeah. totally normal behavior and you, and cuz i'm tr- cuz i'm trying to get into the headspace and i'm saying i'm a greasy little i'm a greasy little pig. Uh, you turn around and you spy nathaniel um, naked with the exception of this blanket which he has fashioned into robes um, kind of can Pl- I tell you're naked yet? Into... Or like, are they tightly wrapped enough that I would No, like, I, I haven't done a whole thing. I'm really just kind of holding it around oh, okay. me. Yeah. How much do these robes leave to the imagination? How tall was... How long was his bed? Because I'm quite tall. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he... As I described, he was toad-like, so he was quite short. Like, <laughs> yeah. this was, it was a double bed, but if you're quite tall, your feet would have hung over this, so... Yeah. so it's, it's, it's going to about, it like it's going to about mid-thigh, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, one quick turn and it's all going to be revealed. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm going to turn around because who is this creeping up on me? <laughs> and you spy Nathaniel, uh, who is sort of trying to embody uh, Father Sops. Yep. Um, and he has wandered into the bathroom. Yes, he has. And it's just the two of you there with Nathaniel as a greasy peanut and you completely <laughs> horrified. I sort of look up at her bug-eyed. <laughs> what? Uh, what are you doing? I'm a greasy little peanut. <laughs> you do- this is not what we're here for. Why are you messing around? I start rummaging around the bathroom. Get out of here! I'm doing something! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a an, an investigation check with advantage. Meanwhile, Fia, outside, because you, your window looks out into the, the marketplace, you see that a few people are kind of waking up and are kind of heading over towards the prancing mule. Okay. 14. Okie dokie. 
Um, you kind of, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm a greasy little peanut. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go get wet now. And you're like, oh, a foot into the bathtub. Um, and it rocks a little bit, almost like it's the, the legs that it's on are not uh, sturdy or even. Uh, and you get in and you definitely, yeah, this thing, the legs at the tub are on are, are sort of off kilter, that there's something not right with the bathtub. Ooh. I stand up straight. Okay. Let the blanket fall to the floor and say, I've done it! Oh, God! Okay, you stand up, Stop. blanket falls, it's in that sort of eureka moment, um, the blanket uh, falls away, and <coughs> staring in complete and total horror uh, at you is Hephaesta, as you exclaim that you've done it. So I'm sort of standing in the bath, am yeah. I? And I'm pointing down, going, look, look, look. No! Do we hear this? Stop, yeah, yeah he's, he's being quite loud about it. Yeah. I, when I'm finished in the kitchen, I definitely run in, because I'm intrigued. Okay. So I'm just, yeah? Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Right, you all run to the bathroom, having kind of been summoned by the, I've done it, look, look, I've done it. Yeah. What did you find? What'd you, oh, oh you're, oh, Make you're it stop. very naked. I cover my eyes very quickly, and like my face is like going red, which is kind of impossible considering how grey I am. Okay. So I, I, I jump out of the bath. Okay. And then I turn to them and I bend over fully. <laughs> right. And I, and I, and I, 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 I have a go at sort of like picking. Give me a strength check. 14. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, like I said, it's off kilter anyway. So you, you kind of shrug the uh, the tub over to one side. And yeah, underneath it, you can see that there is a, a tome or a book that has been sort of wedged uh, under the bathtub. Good God, man. Sheath your dagger. Put that away. Why? Yeah, why? No, why? Why <laughs> are you doing this to me? Look, I'm all body positivity and everything, but we've... Had a long one. Put on your knickers. I'm not remarking anything more. Just, you know, if we're all going to be naked, we should all be naked at the same time. No, if not, no we shouldn't. If not, we I, should, nobody should be. I like the way this guy thinks. This is oh. not the time. I've, I've only just met, like, the other 50% of this group. Look, we'll all go for a bath later. It'll be fine. But right now, we oh, need geez. to look for things. I found our payment, and you found a bath. Uh, the... Oh, there's a book. Oh, okay. Great, we'll read it when everyone is clothed. Okay, my eyes are kind of trailing down to the floor and I go over and I just kind of grab the book. Sort of with one hand kind of over her eyes, she starts to kind of fumble and yeah, you 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 grab the book because you kind of, you're looking, you're not, you're not looking at him, you're looking at the book, you're looking at the book, eyes on the book. Uh, you, you, yeah, you take it up, you snatch it away and you are kind of sort of being ushered by the others down to the room to go put your clothes back on. <laughs> okay, I... Um... I want to check my clothes to see how urine-soaked they are from okay. sops. Okay. <laughs> this is very important. Give me a urine-soaked check, 1d20. Okay. That would be a four. Okay, so it's not. It's like kind of a, a dribble of pee. It wasn't like they're not... Yeah, you know, it's okay. sort of like he didn't shake afterwards, so it's like just a little bit. That's fine. Um, okay. I'm yeah. going to start kind of like looking through this book, obviously. Okay, I'm you're going to... Start sorry. like quick reading it and stuff, see if I can find so you're, anything. You're, and you're still in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and the rest of you? Uh, I'm just going to find a table and start divvying up the gold pieces. Coins. Okay. Yeah. Back to the, the sitting room, I guess. And you're going back to the... With him. I don't want him to split the money alone. Okay. I so can count. You're following Thane. So, yep. Hevesta's following Thane. Nathaniel's getting dressed, and Fia is looking at, through the book. Uh, Nathaniel, while you are getting dressed and, you know, checking the clothes out to see what, do they stink or not, uh, you, you're fine. They're, they're grand. You see the same kind of scene that Fia spied... As day begins to break and the, the morning kind of sets in, 
everyone is kind of rising and a lot of people, well, a few people are kind of, you know, rummaging around looking for their clothes, but there is people heading over to the Prancing Mule. It seems to be open. For the briefest of moments, you you can't be 100% sure. Just out of the corner of your eye, you caught the glimpse of a figure, of a woman, stepping into the Prancing Mule. And really what drew your your gaze wasn't wasn't her shapely form or how tall or slender she was. There were blue flowers in her hair. Oh, I, I'm putting my pants on. I'm putting my shirt on. I'm getting all my things. Guys, I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Wait, your money. Oh, never mind. Okay, you're heading um, straight, straight to the door. Yeah. Okay. With me. The Festa and Dane, you are in the kitchen divvying up money. And Fia, you are rifling through the book. Uh, give me an intelligence check. With disadvantage? Oh no! <laughs> not that you're stupid. Oh, no. Not that you're stupid. It's just a it's a thick book. It's a thick book. God, she's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the book open, and a couple of pages fall loose, and then you, as your as your eyes kind of start to scan the words on the page, you instantly you, you don't recognize the language at all at all. It's it, there's not a whole lot going on with it. Give me an investigation check. 12. Okay. You keep flicking through, and like I said, a few pages kind of fell loose from it, yeah. but about halfway through the book, there's a, a section where there's a leaf, a tiny little corner of a leaf of a page that seems to have been bent, and you flick through this, and in it, you find a scrap of paper that has been uh, written upon. Uh, meanwhile, um, Hephaestus and Thane, you are in the kitchen counting up the coin. One piece of gold, two pieces of gold. Okay, so it's basically going to come to about 18 gold per person. Why? Uh, there's only three of us. Uh, all right, if Nathaniel comes back, tell you what, if he doesn't ask for it in, like, we'll give it a day, we'll An keep hour. it. Oh, well, two hours. We'll compromise. Um, and then there's three gold left over. We'll use that for, like, lodging and beer. And, Why don't uh, we just stay here? I, mm, his bed's very small. And dusty. I've slept rougher. I mean, same, but also the prancing mule, I hear, is pretty great. I feel like he owes us. Surely he won't mind. No, he probably shouldn't. I mean, we did technically uh, solve his problem. Well. Permanently. <laughs> a voice rings out through the church <laughs> ominously. God, is that you? <laughs> it's your guilt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if you want to sleep for free here, sure, but um, I think we should treat ourselves to the finest food the Prancy Mule has to offer. I Bur- run into the into where they're counting money after picking this up. Hi, we have your money. Okay, yeah, all right, great, but I'm after finding this. Um, It's an insert that Sops wrote, Okay, and it might be relevant. Go on. So he wrote, Hedana, old god, spirit, lustful, and in love. Who is she? No records. Some crude... Must say for later in parentheses sketches of her form. Summon her for advice. Shrine fated location. Swallows cave. Warning. She is told by legend to be angry and veg- vengeful. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. Those who cross or stomp on love bear her mark. A curse. Thread carefully, sops old boy. These sketches are detailed. And that's kind of it. Slimy little bastard. I'm so gonna kill been, him. We've been cursed. 
I mean, have Quite we too though? Fast. Body like most. It's <laughs> <laughs> like not just twitching a little. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've been cursed, but uh, like, what's Those the nature? Crossings are stamp on love. I don't think we did that. I dispute that. I mean, everyone was having a good time until we came around. Mm, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that's true. In, in our defense, it was a cult. And is there a such thing as a good cult? Maybe. Was this one of them? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, we got paid. Like, we don't know what kind of curse this is. I think we should find out what kind of curse this specifically is. What kind of curses have you run into? Oh, there's at least two. Um, some of them are bad. Most of them are worse. Um, yeah, I don't right, think... Right, so things are probably fine. Uh, uh, yeah, no, this is probably going to be fine. I think it's going to be great, but Why clearly... Why are you trying to convince you? yourself of that, aren't you? Uh, I think if I start with myself and then work towards you guys, everything will be fine. But, you know... It's it, not working. No. Nope. We cut to Nathaniel, who has swooningly uh, made his way over to the Pranston Mule. <laughs> it is not how you remember it, uh from the night previous mm-hmm. there's very there, there's a few people around they're all kind of in, in mismatched kind of clothes they're kind of propped up against the tables it, it the energy that was in this place yesterday is is pretty much gone there's a few people that are a little bit like you can kind of see their heads are down and they're just there's just an aura of embarrassment kind of wafting off of them the the Give me a perception check just to see if you can spot this fair maiden. Again, this is so much like the morning after any kind of party. (laughs) To be fair, I've actually just modeled this after my (laughs) third year graduation. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to D&D, Jacqueline's College Years. (laughs) That's a 13. You can't see her. You definitely saw her Mm. come into the tavern, but she doesn't seem to be around. There is nobody behind the bar. There's there's no staff. Ella was the only person that was kind of running the place and she's not here anymore. A few people have kind of started to help themselves to some of the the, the barrels of mead and ale that are just kind of uh, done mm. just behind the bar. But you, as for this, this woman, you don't spy her at all. Okay, I think I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to pour myself two glasses of ale. Leave one on the bar and just sort of uh, lean back on, take a sip of, of my own ale and, and just sort of keep an eye Okay, give me a out. constitution saving roll. Ooh, baby, that's a five. Um, yeah, you just, the first sip, it, it tastes a little sour. It's that sort of like, have you, you know, the, the morning after a house party and you get up and you're like, oh, that's a glass of water. And you grab it and you go, mm. and you're like, oh, wait, no, that's vodka with cigarettes in it. Because um, <laughs> we've all been there, right? Yeah. You, uh, just last night. Yeah, it's that, like, oh, that's, 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 that's really good. It melts away and there's kind of sweet honey and subtle oaky taste off of this mead. And yeah, it's just, I mean, you haven't slept since yesterday. and mm. But who cares? The hangover is gone. You job well done. You're getting paid. You know you, you you saved some people. You saved this village. There's probably a song in it, and you kind of start to even hum a little bit. And then around the bar, or sort of even kind of <clears throat> up behind the bar, stands this woman. Hey, hot stuff. <laughs> How the turntables? <laughs> I just I can't believe it. I, my word, it's, it's you, it's, you found me, it's, 
this is this is destiny and the the the, the figure kind of pitter patters it's like these really kind of like baby deer like steps oh. away around the bar and they lean straight into you and kind of they take a, a swig from the, uh, the the other glass that mm. you had poured and it's like i i can't believe it i you you have no idea how much this means to me i I just this is perfect. You're 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 ex- you're exactly how I imagined you. You are everything. It's me, baby. It's it's me and all of my flesh. And I just Oh my god, I just I, I can't I you, you everything that is this is fate, Nathaniel. This is this is fate. This is something that's supposed to have happened. You me here in herb finally hearts united. I just I I cannot contain myself anymore. I, I love you so much. Uh, me too. My, you're short on words, but your uh, eyes to, to be tell honest, me more than those can, and I trust you, and I, I, I feel you, and I just, and as she like she's kind of shaking and she's just a little bit just kind of overexcited and you kind of you begin to take her in and she's quite a tall woman not not as tall as you had imagined but still it there there's something ab- about her figure mm. and she's again quite sleek and her skin is porcelain and her eyes are just this hazel chocolate brown and her hair is pinned straight up and through kind of tufts of white and ash and grey, there are a crown of flowers just kind of woven into it. And you just lose yourself uh, in this, 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 this beauty before you. It's, she's not the raven direheart that you imagined, but she's, she's so much more. You see her for what she really is. And she sees you and you feel this connection just sort of erupting between you. She pushes the drink to your lips again. Oh, I'll, I'll take another sip, please. Okay. Um, give me another constitution saving roll, this time with disadvantage. Oh. Uh, uh, Trying to burn out that natural 20. Uh, oh. That would be another four. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are just... With every every sip of, 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 of this uh, pint in front of you, you just find yourself drawn more and more to her. And... It's almost like the everything she's saying, it, it's not just, they're not just words anymore. These are feelings and this is real and this is what human experience is about. This is what all those songs are about to you. And you just, she she just throws her arms around you and she just leans in really, really hard against you. Um, and you, you feel her her skin, her bones pressing against you and it just feels so right. Oh, oh, baby, um, you damn near took my breath away. Nathaniel, I have, I have something to confess to you. Uh, anything, uh, please. The, the garland of flowers I wear in, in my hair are not just an, an accessory. They're, they are part of a rite that should our fated destiny meet, and what more signs can the universe have given us other than this here and now? And she clasps your hand um, and squeezes really tight. I wish to be yours for now and forever. All I have is yours. All 
all my family owns. I, I will give to you. I will share with you. If you just say yes. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to, um, just going to take another sip of my drink. Um, okay. <laughs> triple, triple disadvantage. Oh man. Wow. These are very bad rolls. So it's a five. Get okay. in there. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, let's do it, baby. Oh my God. I, this is it. This is, this is everything. This is, this is how I pictured it. How I pictured you, how I pictured you proposing to me. Of course I will marry you. Of course, Nathaniel. I just... We must... Okay. There are things to get ready. And luckily, I, I, I had some time and I was able to prepare some of it. Um, and what we don't have, we can just make up for... And it'll just be a small a, a small gathering of our closest friends. Um, these people, they'll, they'll do fine. We, we just need some witnesses. Um, and I'm sure one of them can witness the, the, the right. And it, that, this is, oh, I, I just, I love you. Oh, I love me too. I love you too. I love you too. Um, she kind of holding your hand, just kind of tugs you away, still holding her drink. Um, it kind of tugs you away and starts to kind of like, come on, like it, 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 we're getting married. Come on, and like she, she's trying to like arouse a few people up to get. And those who had also kind of helped themselves to the drink are all kind of swept up in this, and they're like, "Yes, yeah, uh, this is going to be another great day in herb. Let the party continue, yeah." <laughs> and you all kind of run out, and she's kind of leading you kind of away uh, from the main gates and away from the parsonage, kind of off into not not entirely into the woods, but kind of out into the countryside. Some time has passed in the kind of you guys counting out the money and you shotgun wedding this. Um, but we, we, we return to the kitchen scenario where you guys are sitting down and you're still kind of debating over how much money to, to divvy out. Nathaniel hasn't showed up and time has passed and you had said one hour, two hours, half a day. Well, the, the time limit on that has passed. So... 25 each. I feel like we should we should go look for Nathaniel. You know, he helped us, and did he? Um, d- well, he did find the book. He did find the book. Do um, we want to remember that? You guys are yeah. You're sitting around this, this this table. I'm assuming you kind of would have rummaged some food together. All the while, for you, you've had the book and you've had a chance to kind of scour through it a little bit more. Again, none of you recognize the language in it, other than the footnotes that Sops was making. Uh, where he he learned it, you've no idea. There is no other book that correlates to this in his collection. Okay. Does but it look like a foreign language, or does it look like a cipher, like a it, code? It looks like a foreign language, okay, or a cipher. You <laughs> again, funny words. Not being not being facetious about it. You, if this is just something cryptic, mm. uh, or if it's another language, but it just doesn't make sense as you look at it. Cool, okay. cool. The only other thing you're able to glean from the book uh, on the inside cover you spot the the stamp of the city of Tezrab library and you note that at the bottom of the spine this book is written by Asmodian the wisest of the wise promising that's a pretty lofty title I don't know if he could be the wisest but sure clearly he's not that wise but okay I guess we should probably ask this guy about magical stuff give me a perception check the three of you oh boy Thirteen. Twelve? Mm, that's cocked. Mm, that's what she said. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, that was not much better. That's a nine. Or he said. Hey. Uh, listen, it's 2019. Anybody can take a dick, okay? <laughs> <laughs> really, anyway. <laughs> you just got to believe in yourself, you really. Yeah. If I've learned anything from the mountain of flesh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mount breast. What was it? Ever breast? <laughs> Pat my own shoulder for that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Hephaestus, sorry, you rolled... Thirteen, yeah. Okay. Um, you just hear very, very quickly two sets of heavy footprints cross the threshold uh, into the house, followed by what definitely sounds like uh, animal prints or an- animal steps. Guys. Yeah. Yes. Somebody else is here, and it doesn't sound like Sops is back. Okay, okay. I'm going to be very, very quiet. And kind of poke my head out the door and have a look at who's there. Um, give me a stealth check. Fuck yeah, stealth. Oh, that's twenty-two. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, mo- it's you don't even kind of peer. You're just like it's sort of like that cartoon thing where your eyes just kind of have to peer. Over the head of the A xylophone plays yeah. in the distance. <laughs> yeah. You you can see because they're they've stepped in and they're. The weapons are drawn. Uh, there's uh, a half-orc with a, a short crossbow. There's a dwarf woman with a, a short hammer. Mm-hmm. And a very, very large, fat mastiff. You recognize them straight away. Oh. Sykes, Nana, and Rash. Okay. The, they are mercenaries for hire. They have not spotted you. Okay, uh, I was re- kind of looking, and again, they split up. Rash goes into the room, mm-hmm. uh, the bedroom. Sykes takes the front room, and Nana begins to kind of just head straight down the hallway, kind of coming in your direction. I okay. Uh, after I recognize and see them, I turn around to uh, Fia and to Festa, and I just kind of bring my finger up to my eyes, and I'm like, two seconds. Two seconds there. Uh, my relationship with these three, are we kind of like Han Solo and Lando and Empire Strikes Back, or are we like real good buds? You're not best friends. You 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 might have worked with them. You, like I said, you recognize the dwarven woman as Anna. Uh, sorry, Nana. She's she's short, like a dwarf. Uh, r- like bright red hair pulled back up in a short little ponytail. Uh, wearing you know well made uh, armor. Again, the the hammer looks like it would pack a punch, and you've seen us do that and a lot more. Uh, Rash, their bull mastiff. Uh, is busy rummaging through uh, Sops' belongings. And while Sykes has disappeared into the front room, you know that he is fairly, at the best of times, kind of a tetchy character. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's he is kind of a man of honor as well. But he, when he's on the job, he's on the job. You just don't know what it is that they're looking to do here right now. Okay. Um, before I head out, again, I just uh, kind of, with my 22 stealth, uh, I just kind of slink over to uh, Hephaesta and Fee and just go, I'm going to go out and talk to these guys. It's fine. I know them. But if uh, anything bad happens, you uh, just be ready. But nothing bad will happen. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to start looking for an exit from this building. From where you are? in the, yes. in the Okay. So you're just looking for a back door. Or you, a window or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a window. Yeah, yeah. There's quite clearly a window. Um, <laughs> Sops is a man of wealth. He has many a window. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Sims. Um <laughs> Yeah, you, there's a window that leads out into kind of into the backyard, which leads out onto kind of a small little farm. 
and then the edge of the forest as well. So okay. if needs be, you can get out through this. Okay. Yeah. You round you yeah. So you're you're just walking out. I just like walk out, out into the center of yeah. yeah. You you step out and immediately Anna drops the hammer and all you hear is you. Hi, it's me. How's it going, Anna? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? And I was here just, first. Yeah. By hearing this, start to try oh, yeah, to sneak he- out the window. You're here. Okay. You're- <laughs> As Fia, as Fia hears this, she's got one leg out the window. Sort of like... <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> um, yeah, she lets the hammer kind of slip through her grip. And as the, the head hits and bangs, and you hear this kind of echo throughout, uh, Sykes steps back out. Uh, and as does Rash, who's kind of got the leg of the bed uh, in his in his jaws. Uh, and he's just kind of chewing on it. And they're all just staring at you. Uh we cut back to Nathaniel, who is um, sort of sloppily uh, after making his way up this uh, <laughs> faux aisle in a meadow. It's basically just flattened grass. <laughs> it is very uneven, but they're around a, a circular flat stone. Um, that bard from the, the Prancing Mule the night before with his really, really badly tuned violin Um <laughs> is playing well it's actually a funeral march song but it's the only one he kind of knows and it's kind of a sad wedding song but it's the only kind of classical piece he's got in his repertoire Um, and there slowly coming up the aisle you see your bride to be uh, in all her wonderful wonderful glory give me a wisdom saving throw wisdom so that would be eight the, she, everything about her is completely and totally stunning. But for a moment, just where where she is in, in terms of the position of the sun, we're going to do some geometry here. Uh, you calculate it. Uh, sine, <laughs> cos, tan. <laughs> Essentially, just for the briefest of moments, the light kind of catches your eye and she doesn't look like dire heart. She, she does. It's her. She's in the dress and stuff like that. But it, just something different. She just... There was just something you're like, oh, it's, it's the light, the sun, and like you, like your mom said, never look directly at the sun because it warps your vision, and things seem kind of funny when you do. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't make a difference because she looks radiant, and you see that uh, on the opposite side of the stone to you, there is a short, fat, dumpy little woman with greasy brown hair, uh, mud-colored eyes, just sort of like half snibbling to herself, and you can see that she's kind of got a mock robe or a piece of fabric kind of just draped over her shoulders to kind of give off the impression of um, devotion rights. Yes, it is Beatrice, the, the mud-coloured eyed lady who was destined <laughs> to meet her meat man. Uh, so she's been co-opted into giving dire heart to you. Oh. Uh, and as the final note is screeched out in that violin, uh, dire heart rounds her steps up and is now facing you. Uh, her veil completely covering her face. Okay. <laughs> Dearly beloved and barely known, it is the greatest of pleasures, all yours, that I welcome each and every single one of you to the wedding of... Uh, uh, my name's Nate. And Eugenia. These two, uh, Nate and the one with the fancy name about herself, 
<laughs> to the wedding and they're gonna get married so I'm gonna take this piece of sack I mean holy cloth that I, I, I found behind the bins and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use it to bind you guys in holy millennium mm, Mat- kinky <laughs> Mat- matrim- marriage <laughs> and then you're gonna be married and that's that. And before all your witnesses, and there's just the whinny of a horse in the distance. <laughs> in the eyes of the gods that were, are, and will be, but not before the other gods, because that's blasphemous. <laughs> I now pronounce you Nate and Eugene. And she steps kind of awkwardly and drunkenly around the flat stone. Actually, she crawls under the flat stone uh, and comes up. And yeah, using this piece of burlap sack, she takes your hand and she takes Eugenia's and use Eugenia's hand. It looks old. It looks... Is that a liver spot? Is that wrinkles? Uh, no, it's pristine. It's, it's, it's If skin were marble, then she'd be St. Peter. I don't know what that metaphor was. <laughs> um, she, she wraps the, the burlap uh, around your wrist uh, and then pulls your hand rather aggressively towards um, Direheart. Uh, Eugenia, mm. uh, and then repeats the same thing, and then drapes the the sackcloth over both your hands. I know, with the power imbued and imbibed in me, declare my two best friends <laughs> married. Yay! <laughs> I love you guys. I, I I take my free hand and I I, I lift the veil. And everything goes white. This was Romancing the Dungeon. I've been and will continue to be Declan, your DM. We're back in two weeks with another episode, but if you need more romance in your life and you just can't wait, why not spread the love and leave us a review? You can start following us on Twitter and Instagram at Romancing the Dungeon or join our group on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Romance Dungeon. And big shout out to Martin Ryan, the guy behind our awesome, awesome theme song. So if you like what you hear, don't forget to find Martin on SoundCloud, Facebook and Spotify. How do I say on your ass sexily? <laughs> coccyx. <laughs> Show me your coccyx. <laughs> I mean, that is the part where our tailbones are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah coccyx. Just, yeah, your coccyx. Really yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. Um, <laughs> like, like your toxics. Um, <laughs>